All right, we're going to make this happen in three, two, one. Monday, November 22nd, 2021. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that he's using his degree. It's Dr. Goose for a little Monday action. We have too much action. We have so many people. I have to remember them all. Let's start with the one that you know and you love, Mr. Fermi. How are you? Good, Goose. Happy to be back. Let's get. Let's hear the action boys at it again. All right. Let's start with the first one. Big Cat, welcome back. Big Cat is back. We are scorching hot in terms of our overall action picks. What began as a plan in the basement has ended in a cult following. CZ, agree or disagree? Dr. Goose, I'm going to try something here, and I, I made a note. I just want you to know that um, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. No, no, sorry, flattery. Uh, <laughs> it's me. It's nature boy CZ. I'm a BFD, and uh, pending uh, some test results, STD free. <laughs> Bringing on two additional guests on there. We have the reigning defending champion, Fred the Pharmacist. Fred, how are you? Hi, what's going on, everyone? Just uh, enjoying Monday night. And as always, our first love, our first guest on the pod, Mr. Grombo. Grom, how are you? Thanks. Thanks for having me. I can't follow up CZ there, so I'm just going to say hi. Uh, I'll say this much. I'm really happy that Rome's got booted off this call. Um, I, I it, it actually makes me happier for all the times like he's actually like pulled out on me like, oh, I was supposed to come and do this, and then he no-showed me or something like that, or, you know, he he did something else, something, something else. So this, this makes me happy. Listen, we have a big week ahead. We have a big Thursday Thanksgiving episode that we're going to do. Monday Maction, there's only two games that are actually happening tomorrow, uh, but the guys want to go over the rest of the action slate. I have no idea what's happening. I don't even think Fermi's done any studying. Fermi, have you done any studying? Not a lick. Outstanding. No. So, yep. there's two games tomorrow. Buffalo at Ball State, minus 6.5, over under 58.5, and, and then we have Western Michigan, minus 3.5, at Northern Illinois, not Illinois, there's only one of them. Uh, over under 62 and a half. So since Mr. Fermi's a hard pass, let's hand it over to the moderator of the Maction crew, Big Cat. I assume you want to start this thing off. That's a, that's a confirmed uh, yes. So let's get into it. Buffalo Ball State. Um, we're talking about bowl eligibility in the first game. Now, the Mac, is there a chance the Mac can get eight, game, or eight teams into bowls? That's about as much of a chance as Romer the Homer um, on his third pass at the Indian Buffet getting out alive. Um, we know at least he's taken a, a definite sprint to the stall. All that means is Ball State has to win to get to 6-6. Six and six. Um, Buffalo is awful. We backed them the first first week of action, and we're not doing it again. Uh, I think this game is, is going to be ugly, um, but it's it's going to go in, in, in the way of the Cardinals. Grizzly? CZ? Agreed there. Six and a half. Uh, Ball State wins by a touchdown at least. Uh, name to know Carson Steele. Not a poor name, real name. Freshman running back uh, for Ball State. Absolutely balling out. Uh, really, really good. 
And as Big Cat mentioned, you know, Ball State can become bowl eligible. And if you think about it, you go to Ball State, you want to play hard, possibly go somewhere warm to a bowl game, or you could go to a bar, maybe hit on a MILF, tell them you go to Ball State, the jokes are endless, they're, they're going to play hard. So we like them going away in this. Six and a half, easy cover. Uh, Fred? Yeah, I like uh, I like Ball State um, to to cover as well. I mean, Drew Clegg and Justin Hall. This is their this is their last uh, last home game, I think. So I think uh, I think they're going to come out fired up. Um, yeah, I I think there's going to be a lot of scoring here. So, but I I think Ball State's going to win by at least a touchdown. Grombo, anything on this one? I'm going to pass on this one, Biggs. Respect that. So then let's go down to Western Michigan, Northern Illinois. Again, Western Michigan minus three and a half. It seems as though uh, the general consensus would be to take Northern Illinois at home. But what do I know, Big Cat? Go ahead. Not so fast. That's a, that's a really great point. What do you know? Um, when you when you look at this matchup, everything tells you exactly what Dr. Gooch just told you. Take, take uh, the Huskies at home. Western Michigan has blown lead after lead. They almost lost to Akron, um, which is you know, which is which is really sad. Um, but Northern Illinois clinched. Um, I mean, one of the things to note on Western Michigan, they only give up 135 yards on the ground. I mean, that's that's really as we've told you week after week. That's where Northern Illinois uh, does their damage. So I think this could be one of those you know, take your foot off the gas. You're Northern Illinois, realizing you're in the championship, um, and Western comes out and actually. You know, delivers the potential which they haven't been doing very much of. CZ, CZ. Yeah, I mean, this was one of those real surprises. Uh, you know, one of the great surprises in life, kind of like the crying game. You thought you knew you were going to get, and then you just get something completely separate. Uh, Western Michigan favored at NIU. You do a little research, though. NIU clinched the West Division. They've got nothing to play for. And Rocky Lombardi's probably going to be daydreaming about being at a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> he is definitely not going to be in this game. He might not even play. There's no news on that, rather. Um, so, is, you go cross out at this line, you take WMU, minus three and a half. They're going to play their starters, you know, kind of a moral victory, and IU should be resting up for the MAC championship, so uh, we think that's the play. Fred, ding, anything? Ding, ding, I believe we have a double, we have a double here, CZ. Oh, and also for those reasons, we like the under, oh. 62 and a half. Maybe some second string guys. WMU's defense, again, has been pretty good. They give up the points, but not the yards, so it goes in kind of funny ways. But if there's some second stringers there for the Huskies, even if it's just the second half, going to be a lot of stall drives, turnovers, punts, under 62.5, in addition to the WMU cover. Fred, agree or disagree on anything? Um, I I like the under. I like the under the play, too. Uh, Two names to note are uh, Nick Mihalik, and Matt Ferencz, they're, they're the punters, and I think they're going to get a lot of work uh, this game. So I, 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 like, I like the under, under 62.5, under 63. Grom? 73% of the money, Biggs, is on Northern Illinois. Take Western Michigan. There you go. <laughs> Fermi, you have any thoughts on either of those two games? I am blindly following both of these picks. They, they all sound so so committed to this. I'm, I'm following regardless. I mean, I blindly followed them on the over, and you know, I only went 0-5 last week, so what do I know? So I'm actually going to go against everything you guys have said and just try to get all my money back. Um, 
Oh, let's, since you guys have no rhythm to it, every time I read two of them, you just go to the first one. So, Big Cat, Ohio, minus five at Bowling Green, over under 49 and a half. Take us away. Uh, I mean, absolutely anemic. I believe that's that's Bowling Green. When you look at the MAC East, Ohio is a 3-8 team, and they're in, they're in third place in the East. They've won all, all three games in conference. The, the East is, is just awful. Um, you know, I, I think the, the Falcons, they give up only 170 yards passing per game. Um, great, great defense, but guess what? They give up a ton on the ground, and that's where Ohio, Ohio tends to do a lot of their work. I think this game's going to be very, very ugly, but it's, it's hard to imagine Bowling Green actually getting to 14, more than 14 points. So I think, I think we're back in the Bobcats, um, in that minus five and a half. CZ? Yeah, Bobcats minus five and a half. They've been kind of a love-hate relationship with us. We were on and we were against them. I think caught it right every time. So we're going to stick with that sort of mo. Uh, one name to note from this game, Christian Sims. As you go through the MAC and the receiving sort of rankings, you'll notice there are no tight ends. Nobody throws to a tight end in the MAC. The only one that has decent, you know, stats is Christian Sims, Bowling Green tight end. He's 6'4", 240, which is about how big I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he might make a play or two. We're not touching this over-under. It's at 49 and a half. You know, it could be ugly. You know, Fred, you might need to know these punters as well. But we do like the Bobcats minus five, five and a half. Fred? You know, I'm not as nearly as familiar with these punters in this game, but I, I do like Ohio to cover. So Ohio um, and Demontre Tuggle, I, I think they're going to they're gonna get it done on the ground. They're going to win by a touchdown. Grom. Breaking news on this one, thanks. Breaking news. These are the only... Bowling Green is probably the only school that would take James Franklin and his mediocre record. Um, rumor has it out of Bowling Green that uh, they're after James Franklin pretty hard, and Uncle Chuck is, is sweating this one out a little bit, um, wherever he's at, Uncle Chuck. Um, so here's another fact. Bowling Green's two hours from Columbus. So, I mean, James Franklin, he kinda, he'd he rather be at Ohio State. But Bowling Green, a two-hour drive, he could go visit. He could go visit Ryan Day down at Ohio State. Definitely, definitely don't want Bowling Green. Uh, my favorite part about this is Rums is going to listen to this and Janine's going to hate how it sounds because there's so much laughter in the background. So <laughs> that was awesome. So Grom, you're telling me right now that the only school in FBS that would hire James Franklin is Bowling Green. Bowling Green or Ohio, they're both three and eight bigs. So they, they, they settle for the six and five, seven and four, seven and five, James Franklin, you know, yearly record. Um, it would break Chuck's heart. It would break Uncle Chuck's heart. But James Franklin, heck of a recruiter, just don't let him call anything on the game day. Farty, <laughs> <laughs> anything on this game? <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Outstanding. The, the other game on Friday is Eastern Michigan at Central Michigan. Nothing like a directional Michigan game. Over under 64 and Central Michigan minus 8.5. Uh, Big Cat, what are we thinking? Well, um, 436. Do you know what that is? Yards per game allowed by the Eagles. They are 
113th in the nation in yards. Their rushing defense is also 113th, which I don't know how that's even possible. Um, another fact you might not know, we've been talking a ton about Lou Nichols this year. Leads the nation with 1,500-plus rushing yards and the seventh with 11 rushing TDs. This is just this is just a, a recipe for disaster for the uh, for the Eagles of, of EMU. Um, I think this game gets out of hand pretty quickly. Another name to note, Darius Bracey, who is he? He's the backup running back for CMU. You're probably going to be seeing a lot of him as well. Take take CMU. CZ. Yeah, I uh, I love Big Cat, but I thought we were on the over here. Come on, man. let's get our picks in order. Um, Lou Nichols, we love. He's got more rushing yards himself than five other MAC teams. So that's uh, a feat. The backup Bracey, he's got a lot of talent, just kind of blocked there. Um, this is actually the battle for Michigan, right? So whoever wins this has the best Michigan record in the MAC, very prestigious. So I think they're going to actually play hard. We like the over 64 because CMU has been putting up points. I think it's going out of style. McElwain is an offensive genius. Uh, EMU's got a guy, another name to know, Hassan Bedoun, who I think might have been my Uber driver the other day, but he's also a wide receiver. Um, that's very good for this team and uh, he's got a lot of catches, yards a lot of yak as well, exciting guys so EMU will hang for a little while maybe some garbage time but over 64, pretty comfortable that is what we're going with there Fred? Yeah, when uh, Big Cat mentioned the number 436, I thought he was going to go into uh, what Fermi hits off the team you know. but um, he went a little bit of a different direction, that's fine um, I, I personally like the uh, like the over on this. I think that it's it's going to be um, Eastern Michigan is not going to give up twenty one points this week, so I think it's going to be going to be over. Grombo, I blew my load with the last one, so I'm out. I respect your hustle on that. For me, all I'm going to say is this is a drug free podcast, and we do not accept anything that's not inclusive and diverse. So I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the first week Pimpleton was not mentioned by the Big Cat. So this may mean he does not get in the end zone because I think he was two for two with uh, the Big Cat given the Pimpleton preview. The pop the Pimpleton, yes, that is true. We don't know. Do you have a plan this for me or no? I do not. I'm sticking to NFL, and I'll, I'll, I'll have some stuff for our, our Thursday morning uh, college pod. Final two games. First one at Kent State. Kent State minus one over under. 64 and a half. Both teams bowl eligible. Who's taking this one home, Big Cat? Well, I mean, the fact that I just completely got so focused on Jim McElwain riding a fish and, and forgot our pick, you know, really makes me feel feel bad about what I did to CZ there. Um, when you look at this next game, um, these, this is actually the battle. This is the battle for the uh, for the East. Um, you have two teams that are top five and two in the division. Um, this is a, essentially a pick em. I think the line right now is Kent State minus one and a half. Um, I think this is going to come down to who's going to score last. Um, and if I'm going to pick any offense right now, I'd, I'd say I'm picking Kent State. I know they uh, struggled um, after getting up early uh, against CMU, but uh, I, I think you know Kent State has enough at home to, to pull this one out. Uh, CZ. Yeah, we like Kent State too, uh, and basically what's a pick em. You know, this is for the East. This is to go to the MAC Championship to play NIU. Uh, I like Crum, the QB for Kent State, a lot. Dual threat guy is going to move the chains a lot with his legs. 
Uh, Miami of Ohio has been hot, right? They've played really well, really come on after a slow match and start, particularly in the offensive uh, part of the game. But, you know, I'll take the home field here uh, with Kent State and the, and the QB that can give me what I need on the ground. Uh, we'll be a close one. Uh, field goal, last second, something or other, but uh, we're going with Kent State here. Fred? Um, I, I agree with the, with the matching guys. Um, Dustin Crum finishes his 15th year of eligibility to, uh, <laughs> on Thursday night, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be great. So um, yeah, Kent State to, to cover. Grombo, did you build anything back up? Or are you still good? Golden Flash, Kent State. Fermi, nothing. Take it to the bank. I like Kent State as well in this one. I I think they run away with it. Finally, the game that you've all been waiting for, Toledo, minus 28 at home, over under 57.5 against the Zips of Akron, or maybe the Akron Zips, I'm not sure. Big Cat, please tell me you got to play for this game. Oh, I've got to play. Um, you know, here's the number to note, 340. Um, when Akron picks up over 340 yards, um, they tend to, to score to score points and actually hit overs and cover the spread. We're, we're going to stick to the over here on this overall total. Toledo, I mean, Brian Kobach, I'm not going to make the same pop the pimple bit mistake. I've talked about Kobach every week. I'm going to talk about him again. He's probably going to score two, maybe four, um, depending on how much they want to get in the rock in one of his final days um, at, at Toledo. I think there's, you know, John Zell, um, Kenota Mumfield. I mean, these are some household names you've gotten to grow or know and love. I think there's going to be points, 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 and this over is pretty comfortably. CZ. Yeah, we're on the over here. Uh, I mean, 28 point spread. Akron's the the road dogs. That's, I don't I don't bet numbers like that. Um, it's pretty strange. You just never know what's going to happen. Um, but Toledo probably going to flirt with the 50 burger here, right? So over under 57.5. Can John Zell fall into the end zone once? We hope so. Um, we think that's pretty good. Akron scratches together 10 to 14, loses by a hell of a lot, and uh, we like the Rockets here to really flourish. Maybe not cover, though, but a definite over. Uh, Fred? Akron's going to get their, uh, their points on the fullest uh, trainers for Toledo, so I, I agree with the over. Rombo? I'm not going to lie. I am watching my college basketball bets right now, so... Outstanding. Fermi, anything? Pass. So we have Fred and Grom here. Uh, Anything for Thanksgiving Day, Fred and Grom? We got the Bears uh, minus three and a half, over under 41 and a half at the Lions. We have the Raiders minus, I'm sorry, Raiders are getting seven, over under 51 against the Cowboys. And then the late night game is the Bills minus four and a half at the Saints, over under 46 and a half. Uh, let me pass it to Fred. Anything on those games or anything else you're looking at this week that you want to play? Um, well, if, uh, if Andy Dalton is uh, starting for the Bears, I, I might be on, on the Lions, but I think we'll have a little bit. <laughs> we might have a little bit of uh, um, last-minute decision on that. So that would be, that'd be my play for uh, Thanksgiving Day. Anything else you're interested in this week? College basketball, NBA, hockey, anything? Um, well, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're looking at that hockey tonight, take the, take the avalanche over, over, I think it's over six, take, take it to, to hit the over tonight. Um, you know, uh, UCLA and Gonzaga play, um, 
this week, and I'm just going to sit back and enjoy uh, watching uh, watching that game. Grom, you have anything else for the week? Take Gonzaga. Gonzaga against UCLA. Whatever the points are lying, take the Zags. They're the best team in the nation. Um, nothing really on NFL. I haven't looked quite yet. Uh, who am I talking to? Oh, it's already 2-2 for the... Uh, oh, my God, it's period one. It's 2-2 for Avalanche Senators. Jeez, I wish I would have known about that pick. Uh, let me go back to uh, CZ. Anything uh, Anything final up here before... You're coming on th- Thursday morning, so if you don't have anything uh, for NFL or for those games, that's fine. But anything you want to throw out there? Um, watching the Bucks right now. They're a little sloppy against the Giants, but uh, Brady seems mad, I think. If you're going to maybe bet, bet at halftime, uh, take the points, whatever Tampa Bay's getting. I think they're going to extend this lead. Uh, also, there's some Mac on Mac violence in this game. Sean Murphy Bunting of CMU covering Kenny Galladay of NIU. So, you know, Maxon goes to the pros. There's a lot of guys in the league. Uh, you mentioned Bears Detroit's on Thanksgiving. If there's a bet where I can hope that there's a natural disaster and we don't have to watch that game, I'll take it. Um, Tim Boyle starting for the Detroit. I don't think he's going to pop pop the boil there. Uh, maybe the under. I don't even know. That's that's just terrible. I'm going to probably cook during that while that game's on, which is depressing into itself. But happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, big Cat. Here's, here's what you got to monitor. So um, Amari Cooper is in COVID-19 protocol. He's probably not going to play. CeeDee Lamb got concussed this week. He's probably not going to play. You might think, let's go right to the under, but these are the type of games when I think that um, a lot of points could, could just get scored with, you know, the Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup's of the world actually playing like like big-time players. So I'm kind of really going to be focused on the injury report on the Cowboys-Raiders game. Fermi, any final thoughts? I like the Bills in a bounce back after that bad loss last week. Um, I was leaning Cowboys-Raiders under. Both offenses have been bad as of late. Um but Big Cat is right about those injuries. I also like looking at props for Gallup. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's even released yet. But if both of their their star wideouts are out, um, if if Gallup's number is anywhere near like sixty, I, I think you pound the over there. Um, but those are my early links. We'll talk again on Thursday. Beautiful. So, Mr. Fermi set it up to New York. A bunch of us are going to take a bunch of action games. We have had an absolute blast here. So, for Mr. Grom, Fred the Pharmacist, CZ, the Big Cat, and your favorite of all time, Mr. Fermi, and myself, who just happens to have this podcast and make picks on it, we say thank you very much. If you don't listen to us on Thursday, the hell with you. No, I'm kidding. We'll see you guys on Thursday. We're going to have a great Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to bet all these games. We're going to have a great time. And if there's one thing that I've proven, it's only a problem when you're losing. Talk to you guys on Thursday, and thanks to everyone for joining us.